What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast. Today, we got a very special March Madness episode, uh, third so far in the series of episodes we've released. And if you haven't heard, we have a bracket group. The link is in the description, or you can go and search it if you want to join our bracket challenge. The only rule is you must ride the lightning with your first bracket, meaning... There's no, there's no, you don't go and do a bunch of research, you don't look at the odds, you don't look at anything except what you see on the bracket, which is the name of the school, their record, and you just make your, your first instincts pick. So, naturally, what I've found is basically people end up with their bias, but there have been some funny ones, like my wife somehow managed to have Texas winning it all, and uh, she is a forever, she is very much an Oklahoma fan, and so hates Texas, and she just texted me and goes, somehow Texas won it. I don't know what happened. And I was like, that is how you ride the lightning. That is how you do it. But it's not just me today. We got we got my boy Alex on the show. Uh, he's uh, He's got a little more college basketball knowledge than me, I would say. But uh, he's he's joined it. He did his ride the lightning bracket. If you want to do it, do it. It's the Rambling Viking. The code, the password is ride the lightning. No caps, no space. Join the group. But today we're, gonna, we're just going to talk some of... We're going to have uh, Alex give some of his Ride the Lightning bracket thoughts. Uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to look at some of the brackets that we got. I know we got a few. Uh, shout out to Haste the Day 28. I have no idea who you are, but you apparently listened to the show. And we're the first. you were the first person to submit not one, but multiple brackets. And for that, I thank you. Uh, I would love to be able you know, just send the show an email or a text. Uh, you, you know, I'm assuming... You were so quick on the trigger with that that you surely know uh, how to get a hold of the show. But then we got we got a lot of a lot of good brackets. I may or may not have seven, I think. So yeah, Alex, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. I think I only have one bracket so far in there. I need to get more in. Yeah, and there's still time. So there's time. That's the big thing. Tomorrow, tomorrow is your cutoff. I think the first game is at like eleven. Yeah. Or no, it's ten ten fifteen central. Eleven fifteen Eastern, so uh, I don't know what that is in North Korean time, but yeah, you got till tomorrow morning basically. So get in the first four are today, and normally this is what this is one of the things that weirded me out. I was like, I swear every year I've been able to do the first four. Like you can make your, but it doesn't really count against your bracket. It's like who do you think the first four is going to be, and you pick those and then pick. But I couldn't do that this year. I don't know. Have you? Am I, am I remembering right? Yeah. No. Previously, and you know, it's been two years now, which is unfortunate Weird. for March Madness. But uh, yeah, previously you've been able to pick your first four in. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, the NCAA is kind of a dictator. No, they are a dictator. So, but Alex, how do you feel about your bracket? Your Ride the Lightning bracket? Like overall uh, confidence? My Ride the Lightning, I am confident in a lot of my picks. Um being a Jayhawk fan, obviously I have them winning. Our team's not as strong as normal, so it's less likely. But, you know, we could always come out on top. But as far as my other picks that don't include the Jayhawks, I feel pretty solid about them. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. You could be like you could be like an Oral Roberts fan and be like, oh, we're going to win it all. Like, yeah, we can upset them. We can upset them. And, like, your odds are to the moon. And it's like, ah. Like KU, yeah, they've always got a shot to make a deep run. So I feel I feel good about that. Um, I got Baylor. Baylor won my ride the lightning, which if you listen to that episode, it's two episodes ago now. 
you can listen to me stumble through my lightning round picks. It's a lot of fun. But once the tournament starts, we'll be able to go back and live track everyone's brackets and see who's doing the best. And that's what I'm excited for. But because I can't right now, that's another frustrating thing. Stupid ESPN stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, fill out the bracket. And we're, I get it because it's like they don't want me to peek at your bracket and just like switch some stuff off. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm trying to do this thing here and I want to be able to look at people's picks. So uh, just walk me through some of your crazy picks. Um. Like if you were like that, that was that was wild. I don't know what was going on. There. Well, I had one early. You know, I went in order of how ESPN set it up, um, and I actually have US or UCSB beating Creighton in the first round. That's a twelve five, but yeah, buddy, twelve five is also a pretty common upset in the tournament as well. Mm-hmm. But Creighton's really good, and that's probably one that I'll be wrong on, but took a chance on my ride the lightning, and hopefully it'll work out. But uh, let me see. I don't know that I have a ton of other crazy ones. I've got a couple seven ten upsets that are also I, pretty common. I think I think both. I think I did like all almost a three of my four tens upset my sevens because uh-huh. I don't. That one's. I feel like it's pretty common. I actually looking at this think I only have one ten upsetting a seven. I have Maryland beating UConn, but the rest of them I have the sevens winning. Oh, okay. Which is not nope. That's a lie. I have Oregon losing to VCU in the first round too. Dude, because you can't go against the Commonwealth. No, you can't. It's the Commonwealth. I love me some Virginia Commonwealth. <laughs> I ranted way too hard about Virginia Commonwealth in that pick. I like. I spent probably like three and a half minutes just basking in the glory that I, and I was like, I know nothing about this team outside of that they're usually in the tournament and that I like their name and just I don't know. I like their energy. <laughs> um. Back when VCU was, not that they're not good now, but when they kind of started coming up, and this will throw a name out there that I don't know if people will remember or if it's just me because he played for my Heat in the league, but Briante Weber is who I think of when I think of VCU, and yeah, that's way back when Shaka Smart was still there coaching, and that's kind of how I associate VCU to my basketball knowledge, I guess. It's more than me. <laughs> it's more than me. <laughs> You got me. You got me beat there. All right. So any other? So that was that was kind of your craziest pick. Then let's see. Let's let's bask in mine. Oh yeah, my by far craziest pick, which I know you love. <laughs> so you have Wichita State and Drake playing today. So today are the first four in, and I am riding the lightning with Wichita State. Not just in the first four, but that that they would then upset USC to play KU to have the battle for Kansas. Um, now, KU would obviously beat them, but it's fine, and it's fun. And I didn't even take into account that, like, oh, yeah, Drake could win. Um, which, by the way, if you haven't joined this and done your Ride the Lightning bracket, you have to stop now and do your Ride the Lightning bracket. Just pause, take five minutes, do it, because this counts as research. Even as stupid as my comments may be, it counts. <laughs> it count. I, I can confirm there is a listener who is glad he paused because of my rage against the Fighting Illini. <laughs> My rage. He's like, yeah, I picked him to go kind of far, but that may not have been the case if I had listened to it, listened to you, which was purely based on the fact that they have giant, stupid, fat eyes or logo, and they're never this good, not perennials, at least, and all of a sudden they're amazing, and people think they can make it to the natty. Tough luck. Oh. But that was probably one of my craziest picks. Oh, I was obligated to pick, where are they? Cleveland State over Houston. Yeah. 
because it's purely based off their logo. Yeah. I don't know if you... Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> purely based off that logo. Yeah, no, that's a cool logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may be regretting my Wichita State pick because I uh, found out this morning that Drake has won... won when eight, started the season 18-0. and 0. Yeah. And they've now finished at... They are at 25-4. and four. Yeah, and, and that's always dangerous, especially with a smaller school like that. Um, well, any school, really. You start off hot like that, and then you hit a couple bumps in the road, they kind of figure out you know, where their problems are at or where they need to work at in an area. So a couple losses actually makes that team a lot more dangerous than if they would have come in, what, 29-0 and 0 on right. all of their games. So I, I, that's why I've got Drake winning against Wichita State. I also have a vendetta against Wichita State because I'm a Jayhawk. So, But um, based on just the thing we heard, I have them winning in my other brackets that I'm going to make. But obviously with this one, you can't pick mm-hmm. your play-ins, so... Right. So I, it was really annoying because for me, I was like, look, I have, I, I'm, I, I had to make it clear. It's like, I'm picking Wichita State. I said, if Drake wins, there's no upset, which now I'm realizing that actually legitimately is the complete wrong answer. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the fun in this. Like, once you actually find out some of those statistics, you're like, oh, crap. What? <laughs> I know nothing. So, but uh, yeah, just walk us through, walk us through kind of, you don't have to walk us through every pick in your Ride the Lightning, but. Yeah. Some of your more notable stuff, like where do you have like, uh, I mean, we could you got the Jayhawks winning against who? We'll, we'll walk it back. Okay, uh, KU that first round they play East Washington. Um, yeah, just think uh, three fourteen seed. The three seed's gonna come out there. I mean, yes, there've been crazier things, but um, I think with the extra days off we had from dropping out of the Big Twelve tournament and. Um, just some rest and mm-hmm. and all of that will be ready for the first round for sure. Um, then I have them taking out USC. And I think that'll happen for sure just based on watching some of USC play this past week. They, they just... They don't look like they handle a lot of pressure well. Now, I could be wrong. They are in the Pac-12 or as I like to call it the Crap 12. Well, that's also true. There's not a lot of... I don't want to say competition because there are good teams out there. But, there are, but it's not the same level, especially no. not the Big 12 this year. Right. The Big 12 and ACC are always those front runners. The Big 10 the last couple of years has mm-hmm. been very, very tough. But the Pac-12 is just not... It's not there. Same le- yeah, not same level. The Crap 12, they must be really good at like track or water polo yes. or something stupid as a, <laughs> as a conference. Because it's like they're not good at football and basketball. Really, yeah. Like at least on the same level. Yeah. Um, and then they move on. After beating USC, I have them beating VCU, which, again... That's a I, tough one. I love VCU. Again, I brought up my my obscure knowledge of Briante Weber playing for him way back when. Um, and so I have some love for VCU. But, again, just a pure Jayhawk here and had to pick him on my... Rock son? Exactly. So they, they, they roll through VCU, and that kind of gets them through their their side of the bracket. So that puts them into the Elite Eight. And were they, were they facing the Zags? They are. I do have them facing Gonzaga and winning. And this one is more based on the fact that we've already played Gonzaga this year. Oh, I um, I think it was a 12-point loss in a, uh early season tournament. Um, it was a well-played game. Gonzaga's really good. I, You know, it, it'll be tough for anybody to get them out. Um, they're loaded with seniors. They're loaded with talent. 
And that that's one of those things with a Corona year where you don't get as much preparation. Those teams that have been together for you know three four years are are the ones that are tough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same with Baylor. They've had those guys for a while. Um, but I do have them beating the Zags um, again, just based on we've already played them, and so we kind of know what to expect. Um, we've made some changes to our play style since then, um, and I don't know that Gonzaga has. I haven't watched them play much since then. Yeah. But just based on how one they're undefeated and two they beat us. I, I if I'm their coach, I keep doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. just because. But I'm sure he'll have something up his sleeve. You know. Come tournament time. Yeah, it's a revenge game. It's yeah. a lot of times, it's like if you beat the wrong team in the regular season, it comes back to bite you in the tourney because that team is out for blood now. Yeah. So, okay. So then they, they, they make their way to the Final Four. What's your Final Four look like in your Ride the Lightning? Huh? Uh, my Final Four right now is uh, KU takes on Alabama. Ooh. And, and then I have Texas Tech taking on Oklahoma State. So I have a Ooh, very dominant Big, Big 12. <laughs> Hey, don't worry. My Final Four was a Big 12 Final Four. Sweep. Four out of four teams. Big 12. Now, if there's any year that that could happen realistically, it's this year. Right. It's this year. But at the same time, you're just like, oh, the likelihood. Oh, no. Yeah. And I forgot. You know what? I just forgot. You said Bama. And I was like, Bama. And I forgot. You kind of like Alabama. I do. That's more of the football side. That's that's, that's a different You think they're that good, though? I do, but looking at my lightning bracket, I have them playing LSU Mm. in the Elite Eight. Okay. Just like we talked about earlier about revenge games, LSU played a very, very good game in that uh, SEC championship and just lost to Alabama. So that that one might be wrong. That might be a a LSU-Kansas. But for my lightning, I've got Alabama in there. Okay. Okay. Now... Serious, more important question here. How far, how deep is is Patrick Ewing, is a pissed off Patrick Ewing? How 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 deep can that energy get you? For not being recognized in MSG, how deep can, can pissed off Patrick Ewing get Georgetown? If, if Patrick Ewing was 20 years old and suiting up, that gets you to the championship game, right. potentially a national championship. Um, the team Georgetown has, solid team, but... Um, there's only so much a coach can do. And yes, there are great coaches who push their teams mm-hmm. and bring out more potential than, you know, they thought they had, but at the end of the day, if you don't have kids that either have that extra potential or want to work as hard as you're coaching them and right. it's just, you know, they're all division 1, they should have that drive, but you just never know. So, um I'll give him benefit of the doubt and say he makes it through the first two rounds. But I don't know that he gets past. The I had sweet him. 16. I had him sweet sixteen, and then that's as far as that rage can get you because yeah. it's upset central. They have that's two upsets in a row. Yeah, it's twelve five with Colorado, which albeit it's Colorado. Yeah, uh, so it's like look, they they produce Andre Robertson. <laughs> um, no more comments on that. But they, well, hold on. They Alec Burks is in that conversation. Uh, he came out of Colorado. He did. He did. Which which you can have talent, and then also like at the collegiate level, though, as a team as a whole, be like yeah. okay. And I don't. know. I think it's one of those where it's like a USC situation. There, Georgetown is for me they're more, the more storied school, but also they they probably play a tougher schedule, and they're not as strong as they normally would be, and so it's like the level that they're at is probably more equal to Colorado than the seeding would let on, right. but it's because they're in a harder conference, it makes it seem like they're not as good. It's kind of like kind of like some of the Big 12 teams this year. Like right. They have eight or nine losses. It's because they all played each other, and it's like yep. you have a bunch of Mike Tysons fighting a bunch of Mike Tysons. <laughs> You're left with maybe two ears. Yeah. 
at, collectively if there's <laughs> ten of them. All right, like there's like you're gonna have some ears bitten off, but it's like. And you're gonna all those guys are gonna, are gonna be about 500, and versus Mike Tyson against a bunch of Conor McGregor's, it's like all right, he's gonna it's gonna be pretty clean. So yeah, that analogy was a little weird. Uh, <laughs> normally I'm a little bit better, but we're here, we're here. All right, uh, fighting Illini, I hate them with the deep burning passion of a thousand suns. Where do you think they? Uh, where do you think they could land? Um, are they the real deal? It sounds like they're actually pretty good, like in all seriousness, but I just hate that. I need Drexel to ruin everybody's brackets, but I don't know. You know, you got you have a lot better understanding of the college game right now than I do. Um as far as the fighting Illini go, I don't know that I have much more knowledge than anybody else. That being said, I only have them winning the first round against Drexel. Who do they lose to? I have Loyola Chicago pulling some more magic. And, that ninety-year-old nun magic look. I need to apologize <laughs> to Loyola Chicago. <laughs> I I I said some things a couple episodes ago um, about I don't know who Loyola think they are, and uh, I was reminded promptly today about the I don't know if she was actually a nun, but the ninety-year-old. Or ninety-five-year-old lady that like helped them with their Cinderella run two years ago, and it was a f- whole fun story. So the the power of the name Loyola carries a little bit more weight than I realize, and I'm regretting Georgia Tech winning that now because I would have loved to ride that storyline, but here we are now. All right, so uh, sometimes you ride the lightning, and it and it absolutely kills you. But anyways, you have Loyola Chicago upsetting them. I do, um, just because, like I said, I don't have a lot of fighting Illini knowledge. I haven't watched them any this Nobody year. Nobody does. You know, They're not a basketball team. That's true. You know, not since the Darren William days that were they ever a basketball team. Um, so it, that's just, it was more of a, hey, Loyola had this magic a couple years ago. Let's give it to them again and, right. and just let them ride it. Um, that being said, I do think I have... Loyola running into uh, Oklahoma State the next round and not mm. making it past. K time. That's that's partial because I also have a little bit of Oak State love from some family members who've graduated there, and yeah, Cade Cunningham is just ridiculous. He's that too. He's he's the real deal. So looking back, uh, I not only have a an all fine an all Big Twelve Final Four. My Elite Eight. <laughs> Is uh, six for eight Big oh, Twelve teams. Gosh, <laughs> I went hard. I don't know. I don't know what, what's your Elite Eight look like. Uh, let me <laughs> let me get there. Goodness, elite yeah. Eight. My Elite Eight: Gonzaga, KU, LSU, Bama, Baylor, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Houston. So Houston, I've got, huh? I've got four. Big 12 teams in there, and only one doesn't make it out. Okay. Um, which is which is way more realistic than mine, but just still, <laughs> it's realistic, which is crazy, right? Yes. And, yeah. Um, again, I have Oklahoma State beating Houston. Um, I like Houston's team. I like watching them play, um, except for... I don't like watching Quentin Grimes play. This was uh, this is a KU thing again. Okay, he mm-hmm. left after his freshman year. There we go. He is, Let it out. He was crying about you know not getting the ball and let it and out, not scoring as much. And 
So yeah, he he cried his way to Houston, and I hear he's doing well. But that doesn't matter to me. So they're doing well. That's why Cleveland State's going to upset them. Yeah, well. it's a revenge game for the Jayhawks. <laughs> Pour one out for the boys. Exactly. But I I have Cade Cunningham coming in and uh, really showing Grimes, you know what a what a five star looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, I love it. The rage. Well, that's that's something else. Um. Oh, jeez. What did I... Tell me, what do you feel about the Mean Green upsetting the Boilermakers? Another team I kind of unleashed on because I just think Boilermakers is the dumbest mascot you could choose. Um, And Mean Green's way fun. That's a good upset pick. Uh, North Texas is always pretty good whenever they make it to the tournament. Um, Now, I do remember some years they get bounced in the first round, but it's always a good game. Um but yeah, they're normally pretty good. Purdue, I haven't watched much this year. Um, that's another one where, for whatever reason, I just never liked Robbie Hummel when he played, and it, he annoyed me. So <laughs> it's another team that was like, nope, I don't like you because of one specific player. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's unfair, but Mm-mm. hey, it's what's happening. Not, so. not here. Not in this wheelhouse. <laughs> Look, you're barely, you have way more legitimacy in your hate than I do. <laughs> I have no good reasons. For absolute rage. Not even like, I don't like you. Like, I need to... I should probably just pull up my Purdue portion because it was bad. I went real hard on it. I went real hard on a lot of people. I rode that lightning so fast. I made a bunch of Colgate jokes about the tartar control. And then and then how Razorbacks got bad breath. Like, it was a problem. Uh, so, speaking of upsets, that's what we've been looking at. I remember, so this is after we'd all filled out our brackets. We looked it up. And if you haven't filled out your brackets still, you're cheating and you're not allowed. <laughs> but I'm not going to monitor it. So average number of upsets. And this is including like 8-9 seeds, which to me, I wouldn't include 8-9, 7-10. I would exclude those. 7-10s can't, I don't know, it's on the fence. Yeah. But 8-9s, it's like, come on. You guys are basically the same seed. Yeah. But if you count those, your average is 12.7 upsets a year. Six of those in the first round. Three and a half in the second, and then 1.7 in the Sweet 16s, then a half, then uh, 0.2 in the uh, half in the Elite Eight, and then 0.2 in the final four. Do you remember how many upsets you had in yours? I think I had, I was actually probably on the lower side, awkwardly. I, I think when I counted them up, I was actually almost on par with each round, except for maybe the Sweet 16. But I remember when you told me six that first round i was mm-hmm. like i think i have exactly six right <laughs> and but and then i think yeah only three or four in the second and then after that i think the sweet 16 i might have had two or three but then i don't think i had any upsets you shouldn't basically yes. after yes, elite eight elite eight and final four you really shouldn't have any like major upsets i, I did i had two i had um uh ku upsetting gonzaga obviously oh well see and that that one though it's like they're both top tier teams right i do have tech upsetting baylor um, and then Oklahoma that one's State, realistic. Oklahoma State beating Houston, so I have also three super realistic. Um, and that's where it's just like seeding isn't your friend. Like well, <laughs> all of those are solid matchups, yeah. right? So like Baylor and Texas Tech, they play like the same style, and Baylor is more or less just like Texas Tech was two years ago, right? And so, but Texas Tech still got that energy. Baylor's slid a little bit, lost a couple games. Uh-huh. And it's like there's they their Achilles heel has been shown. Neither of us know anything about Gonzaga except that they're going to lose, and that's yep. fine. Um, but th- but that one's still, like you said, like that's a very winnable game for KU. I think 
then your Oklahoma State against Houston. It's like, is Houston really that good? I don't think so. See, and Houston's good, but they're not that good. With with as strong as Cade Cunningham has played, if Texas doesn't get that day off in the Big Twelve tournament, I think Oklahoma State wins. Oh, they that, totally won the Big Twelve. That, that extra day of rest really you could see it in the second half. Oh my gosh. Texas had extra energy, and Oklahoma State was just riding fumes, having yeah. to run around because they're both fast-paced teams. Mm-hmm. So, Pressure you, get a lot of fast-break points, and like OSU, OSU was just like, nah, yeah. like they didn't have the energy, and none of their shots were falling either. Yeah. They finally kind of started falling in the second half, but like there, nobody was making their threes like they were the day before, and so yeah, I fully agree with you. Yeah, um, the Tech beating Baylor, and I, I believe they can as a as a very realistic thing. But my thought process on my lightning round was that uh, Mac McClung is on that team. Woo! Um, I don't know if any of you know the uh, relative of Mac McClung. And now his name is escaping me that I say it. So this is awesome. Um, it's Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Anyone remember Riff Raff? <laughs> I, I thought of it like 10 minutes ago. And I was like, I got to throw this in there at some point. And then I got to it. And I was like, crap. Now what's his name? Oh, but purely, I, and I like Mac McClung's uh, game. I think if I remember right, he's actually the leading scorer in the Big 12, mm-hmm. uh, over 20, 20 a game. So he, he is very good. But then I was like, you know, Mac McClung, Riff Raff, yeah, we're, we're dancing all the way past Baylor there. So, uh, But that, that was my reasoning for Tech, which, like we said, is it's still a realistic upset or win because, you know, they're both Big 12 teams. They've played each other at least twice. Um, so not a bad pick, just... Mainly based it off of Riff Raff being related to Mac. That's what happens when you ride the lightning. You you get you get some weird rationales going on. Like yeah. the first thing that pops in your brain, you're like Riff Raff's cousin. He's gonna win. Yep. Absolutely, <laughs> no fear. Heads for, head first, eyes closed, can't lose. Exactly. So here's interesting going along. So we talked about the average number of upsets per round, then breaking them down by like, okay, what's the most common? Like you said earlier, ten versus seven is your highest frequency, so at 55, which is 39% of upsets in the first round. And then it's 11-6, 12-5, and then it kind of goes numerical from there. So it, you can kind of guess the rest of the order. Interesting that 8-9 isn't on there. Right, and that's where I wonder if they actually are taking into consideration the 8-9s when they right. do their uh, upset I'm outages. not reading any of this article, but... I do like this. So the answer to the first question earlier is 20 upsets is probably too many. And we definitely had (laughs) Seth was rolling deep with 22, um, (laughs) partially because of the Big Ten. He was feeling that Big Ten energy. (laughs) He got to like round two and had like 15. And I was like, oh, no, this is going to be bad. (laughs) But, of course, you know, Seth sometimes has dumb luck. And with it being a Rona year, you never know. Some teams struggled early and then got into the tournament and right. their lower seeds and can pull some upsets, but I know his 22 upsets are still entirely too many. <laughs> it's so silly. If, if it would have been like 17, 18, I would be like, you know what? Maybe, High side. Maybe, man. But... High side. The record's 19, so you're not breaking yeah. a record, but you're just, it's like, ah, this is this was a wild year. Right. So, who knows, though? This uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. But I thought it was interesting. I don't know how I maybe they never published this thing before. But I was like, I don't I don't know how I've never seen this. And 
it's it's kind of wonky. And they go into the next round. What's the most common? And it's the six three seven two ten two eleven three. Yeah, I always remember the ten two being the like. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they say the six three and seven two are, are have more frequency. But I just remember the the ten two always being the most devastating. Yeah, brackets. No, that one that one blows it. Like up. if people pick a ten seed to get past the first round, it's normally losing to that two seed, and then yep. One of them. One that of them. tenth seed gets that we believe energy uh-huh. and is like, nothing can stop us. I'm all the way up and yeah. just lose it. So today we got first four. Uh, super obscure, except for one of them. Well, <laughs> one and a half. So we're going to make some totally uh, baseless predictions on here. All right. So we got Texas Southern versus Mount St. Mary's. All right. The Catholic Church versus the Cowboys. How are we? Th- these aren't their mascots, by the way. I'm characterizing them based on their names. How you feeling about that one? Mount St. Mary's twelve and ten, real five hundred, and Texas Southern is a strong sixteen and eight. I don't know how they're both ranked the same. I don't, and I haven't even really looked at the records of really the rest of the bracket, period. But I don't, I don't understand the twelve and ten. Obviously, they must have won their tournament. Yep. Which is wild to me, but um, you're the champions at twelve and ten. How does cha- it feel? Champions at twelve and ten tell me you're on a pretty good winning streak, and so I I might have to go with them in this first one. Okay. Um, just purely because if they're feeling good, they're on they're on potentially. I mean, they have to be on a winning streak because most tournaments you have to win at least three. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's tournaments that are more, um, but minimum three there. Uh, unless you're Texas this year, I guess. But <laughs> stupid. Um, so yeah, I- I'll go with them with that. I mean, entirely 500 record. We'll just say they get past Texas Southern on this one. Yeah, I don't even know who they're facing in the first round, but it's not going to be pretty. Uh, you know, I was I was feeling Texas Southern. Then I remembered, you know, I hate Texas, and also your reasons make sense. Yeah. I'll take Mount St. Mary's on that. All right, Drake versus Wichita State. Uh, we're going to get a shocking upset by the Shockers. We, we are not um Come especially on. after finding out today their 18 game win streak to start the year. Yeah, that's hot. Hit, hit a couple bumps but then still end up at 25 and 4. That that that's probably an experienced team as well as you find with a lot of these these smaller schools. Um, that you don't hear about a lot, um, so I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Drake over Wichita State, and that's actually right now less about Wichita State being Wichita State and more about <laughs> what I learned about Drake today. <laughs> what did you learn about Drake today? They went on an 18 game win streak. They're gonna be the best in the nation. Appalachian State versus Norfolk State. Battle of the States. <laughs> Norfolk, Norfolk State has got this weird green hue I don't like about it. Uh, the records are pretty comparable. Though. Uh-huh. So this one might be one of the better ones. 17-11 for Appalachian. 16-7 and for Norfolk. Um, if this was football, Appalachian State every day of the week. Um, but I'm going to go with Norfolk because that weird green, sometimes you just need to get weird. Especially hey, in the tournament. Let's get weird. Um, my also other slightly obscure knowledge, and not obscure to Jayhawk fans, but uh, our center David McCormick is from Norfolk, Virginia. And so I just think, hey, if he's from there, maybe there's other good athletes that just didn't get recognized, and maybe they went to Norfolk State. It's an automatic win. Norfolk State wins by a landslide. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, now the awkward battle of the Blue Bloods. Fall from Grace. Ugh. UCLA, Michigan State. I don't know. I have no idea here. I haven't tracked either of these teams at all. And I was like, UCLA and Michigan State is one of the first four? I was like, what year is this? This is weird. 15-12 uh, and 12 versus 17-9. I, I haven't watched a lot of UCLA. I've watched a little bit of Michigan State. Um, I know UCLA was actually doing well to start the year, but then kind of fell off. But I don't know how hard they fell off where they've lost a lot in the last, you know, couple weeks. But I, I'm just going to go with Michigan State because I've watched them more. Um, again, they're another team that's got a couple seniors there that are pretty experienced. But at the same time, with the loss of Cassius Winston last year, or I guess it's this year, the first year without him, um, this is hard. You have a four-year guy that runs your team for four years, and then you got to try to figure out another leader. Um, but I think Izzo's going to have him. He'll have him ready. He always seems mm. to. So. I'll go with Michigan State on this one. I'll take that purely because Big Ten versus Crap 12. Yeah. <laughs> and Crap 12 is losing, all right? <clears throat> and so that 15 and 12 is actually more comparable than it would seem to the 17 and 9 purely because of, I would say, difficulty of schedule, like yeah. strength of schedule there. Um, let's do some, you know what? We've already talked a little bit about them. Let's just walk through tomorrow. Tomorrow's day one. We're not going to walk through the whole bracket, but let's let's do some day one predictions. How you feeling? Uh, Virginia Tech, Virginia, kind of like a more lightning stuff, lightning round. Virginia Tech, Florida, Florida. Uh, watch them play quite a bit. Um, very solid team. Um, some of their losses are nail biters or, or you know self-inflicted things that you learn from mm-hmm. so I, I just think when they get to tournament time they're, they're gonna be ready um virginia tech's very good but i just think florida comes out on top on that one they're not the namesake for gatorade yeah colgate in arkansas oh gosh toothpaste versus hogs exactly and i've i've known nothing about either of them they're um, surprisingly good i guess i don't know yeah. they've only lost once but only played 15 games right you know they, they've played almost 30 yeah, this it's like a Baylor KU situation. Baylor's played twelve games and KU's played thirty. <laughs> exactly. But now, um, you know what? What would be weird and go with Colgate because I just think toothpaste trumps pigs every time. Dude, the tartar control is real. Drexel, <laughs> Illinois. Illinois, and I hate to say it, but oh. one sixteen. I just yeah, I have to stick with it. And this is coming from a person who got stuck with a. 16 seed in Loyola Chicago a couple years ago in his uh, work work bracket and it worked out pretty well so pretty yeah. happy about it pretty 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 excited but I still think Illini get past the first round Utah State or Texas Tech uh, that one's easy Texas Tech Mac McClung riffraff <laughs> riffraff magic Mormons aren't ready for that no all right now Hartford versus Baylor it'll be Baylor although I don't think they're back to full strength how they look to start the year mm-hmm. they're still there's still a lot for most teams there's still going to be too much for anybody anybody i want to say below a 10 seed i would say a 10 seed has a shot at baylor if they're a solid 10 seed but even then it's getting a little iffy but yeah baylor is, is in that first round win against hartford does Oral Roberts break the hearts of Buckeye fans around the world? Gosh, I hope so. With with someone who has a couple very diehard Buckeye fans. Yep. I, I want it to happen. 
It's not going to. Mm. But I want it to happen. I'm going to watch that game. <laughs> 1 p.m. tomorrow. CBS. Prime time. Post lunch. You best you best believe I'm watching it. I'll be, I'll be watching that one on the on the treadmill at PT. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we already, we already talked. Uh, Loyola Chicago and Georgia Tech. Going with that Loyola magic, right? Yes. All right. Enough said. Okay. Knockoff. OSU, uh, that is Oregon State, or the Volunteers? Um, in my lightning, I think I have Tennessee winning. Me too. In my, this is a 5-12, and Oregon oh. State, even though they're out of the crap 12, always seem to be very tough for whatever reason in basketball. They're the Beavers. So I, I'm going to go with Oregon State on this one. Okay. I like that. I can I can dig it. I can dig it. I was pretty heavy on Tennessee, but I don't know. I feel I, I always just feel like Tennessee gets a little more hype and then just is underwhelming to well, me. They they kicked our butts this year as Jayhawks, I think, if I remember right. Ooh. But that don't mean Awkward. much. That was that was during our slide. That was during our rough times. The slide. <laughs> the dark days. It was during our I think five game losing streak. Ooh, and then we, we dude, I remember that. We figured it out. <laughs> yeah, lost to Tennessee, and you're like, "What? We just lost. We didn't figure it out, all right." Uh, Oklahoma State's gonna beat Liberty. We don't need to talk about that one. Yep. Here we go. Eight nine. UNC versus Wisconsin. Oh man. Again, this is one of those with. I have a friend, or we both do. Yeah. Who is very very heavy North Carolina, for basketball, and very very heavy Oklahoma, for football. But anyways. Um, I'd like to see them lose just because, again, as a Jayhawk fan, when you're one of the, the prestigious blue bloods, you want to see the other ones fail and you succeed. But I don't know. It's tough. North Carolina is so up and down. Um, I haven't watched much of Wisconsin this year. But I'll, I'll go with Wisconsin. Just just for the pure, I want to see Carolina, Carolina I think they lose. made it to the semis in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I think that's right, too. And. Yeah, so we'll we'll go we'll go down with, with the baby blue. Yeah, exactly. Down with them, mainly despite our friends. I love it. <laughs> All right, Cleveland State is going to upset Houston. We don't need to talk about. It. <laughs> I'm taking Cleveland State. I'm going to ride that 15-2 upset. I, I feel like there's got to be one, and that's the one I'm picking purely based off of logo reasons. That's one I also want. You know, we'll we'll go back to my Houston reasons for for Grimes. We won't get much into it now, but. Yeah, uh, but I, I still gotta grab Houston on that. That that's fair. Two fifteen basketball that's... knowledge, like the rational side is like, yeah. look, Houston's gonna win. Yeah, I mean, even though it's Cleveland, <laughs> you know, even though it's Cleveland, they got a little more grit. LeBron's not there anymore. They don't. They don't got anything. Yeah, it's it's not believable. <laughs> um, North Texas and Purdue kind of touched on that one a little earlier. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Am I still just on tomorrow? Jeez, so much Dude, basketball. There's a lot. Uh, you you think North Texas is is, is actually due for a, an upset on that? I I do. Thirteen four. I do. Like I said, they're always pretty tough when they make the tournament. And I mean, the, you look at the record. Purdue's played one more game, and they have one more win. They've each lost nine. Yeah, but it's a thirteen to four split it, it, somehow. It's a thirteen to four split because of of the Big Ten name. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, that's just because it's a tougher conference. It's the one area where. The NCAA selection committee does a pretty good job for the most part. Um, other than, like we said, with the Pac-12, sometimes they put them a little higher than most of the country would think because of the conference they play in. But they are a power five, so 
you know, you got to take that in consideration. But yeah, in that situation, North Texas is 13 because they just don't play in a Power 5 conference. Syracuse for San Diego State. You know, I want Syracuse to succeed there. Um, You got a problem with the claws on the monitor? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) No, I do, because I think if I remember right... (laughs) Like they're they're one of of Bill Bill Self's like ten losses in Allen Fieldhouse over oh. his over his what twelve or fifteen year stand there. I don't remember how long it is now. Maybe we're closing on twenty years. But uh, yeah, it was way back when. I don't know if Kawhi was there at the time or if he had just left. But yeah, they beat us in the Fieldhouse, so I don't particularly the like them. Go much. Syracuse. <laughs> Rutgers Clemson, that's an upset I've been having all day because I'm like Clemson, you're not allowed to be good. You're too, you're good enough in football. Get out. I did. Let me pull up my record real quick. I, I had Rutgers. I, I do think I had Rutgers there. I'm not sure, but even in the sense of me looking at it from a basketball standpoint, I still think Rutgers could pull that upset. It's a 10-7. It's the most common. It is, and their records are, are fairly fairly even. Um, yeah, for the most part. So, yeah, I, I'll go with Rutgers on that one. I don't feel bad about picking that upset. And then our, our last two games, Winthrop and Villanova. Uh, sorry, Nova. And that coming, again, from a KU fan who's had multiple run-ins with the Wildcats and been beaten the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, Devontae Graham's senior year, mm. where we were riding hot with Newman and Svee, who's... The new Z. Thunder. Shout out to Svee for being the Thunder. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Svee, Josh Jackson. No, that wasn't Josh Jackson. Sorry, that was uh, LeGerald Vick and that squad. And we were riding high and we played a great game and Villanova shot the lights out and you couldn't do anything about it. So, um, But I'm still going to go with them here. They're just they're a well-coached team. Jay Wright always has a good team, even if they look like they're down. So yeah, Wildcats. And then Moorhead State and West Virginia. <sighs> West Virginia is who I'm going to go with because Big 12, and they are a very good team. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if I if I remember right, isn't Moorhead State uh, Kenneth Fareed? Oh, isn't that where my he went to college? gosh. <laughs> the manimal. Where did you pull that from? <laughs> what? The man? I love it. <laughs> And they've had, oh, Moorhead gosh. State's had some pretty good upsets in the tournament before. Oh, Spe- no. Specifically with Fareed, I think. But Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm still going to go Mountaineers here, but Moorhead State is is always dangerous when they make the tournament. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Animal. <laughs> I can't handle that right now. <laughs> The manimal. Dude, what's he even doing? Do you, is, he's not in the league. No, he's not. I, I'm sure. Did he go to China with Jimmer? He, you know what? He might be over there. Uh, Making, he, becoming he has, a legend? He's playing somewhere. I just don't remember if he's in Europe or China. I know it's not Australia, but it's it's one of the other two. <laughs> <laughs> the manimal, dude. I can't handle that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's almost as good as drinking 120 ounces of Kool-Aid today. <laughs> Which, if you want if you want a good laugh, or to see two grown men laugh until they probably almost peed themselves, just look up Two Bears, One Cave Kool-Aid and watch that clip. Incredible. I'll, if I remember, I'll put a link in the description. <laughs> but, uh, geez, man, no, that was like 45 minutes right there. Just tournament talk. Day one yeah. coverage, ride lightning brackets. Yep. It's going to be fun to see. Uh, we're going to see, we'll, I mean, we'll see... How it all pans out and unfolds day by day. We'll um, I'm gonna try and bring 
We try and doing this daily, uh, with daily episodes with Mark Madness. We'll see how it goes. Uh, and I may not be covering all all the games because there's a lot of games, at least at first. But I will try, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how it unfolds. But thanks everyone for listening. Thanks Alex for being on. Of course. And we will see you then tomorrow. Uh, so get your brackets in if you haven't already. If you listen to this whole episode, just know you cheated, and I will find <laughs> you. <laughs> just know. And yeah, if you wanna if you wanna chime in on the show, it's the Rambling Viking at Gmail, or you can text the show five eight zero seven eight nine nine two five eight. Haste the day twenty eight. Uh, send me a message using one of those two channels because uh, I just I, I just want to say thank you out loud and thank you to everyone who did submit. I uh, know all we, we got Connor the huge. One of the, uh, the most consistent. He he put in a couple brackets, so got a lot of brackets in there. Should be a lot of fun to see how it pans out and see who see who rode the lightning best. <laughs> see who was really able to wrangle it and have a and, and take it all the way to the ground. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to get eviscerated real hard, but I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know. Not to talk. Not to talk too much. You know. Talk about, it. about your it. wife, but uh, do it with Texas winning. She yeah, she might beat you in the getting run through i sure hope so (laughs) look i had texas going far but good (laughs) lord winning oh my gosh i don't know we're gonna have to go to counseling uh no no i think i think i think me not having 22 upsets (laughs) well yeah (laughs) just going up the numbers of upsets i'm like all right look 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 I can i i can have some weird picks (laughs) 22 upsets I'm at like 16. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. I counted yesterday, but I'm feeling pretty good. But thanks so much for listening, everybody. It was a good time. We will see you tomorrow.